Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress. How about 28 years ago, watching a movie, I fell in love with the idea of going to Montana. I saw this movie and it was so beautiful and so gorgeous. I saw them fly fishing and it looked beautiful like an art form. And 28 years ago, I'd put on my bucket list that I want to go to Montana. About 28 years ago, I had the opportunity my father called me one day and he said, John, I know that you've wanted to go to Montana. It's your dream. It's a bucket list item. And I'm going to Montana and I'll pay for you to go if you want to go. I'm like, yes. But I'd just gotten married about three weeks before. And my wife said, no. called my dad back and I said dad I'm sorry I'm, I'm not going to be able to go I probably made up some excuse I didn't tell him that my wife had refused to let me go he goes okay I gave you a chance for years he would make fun of me I, he would be in Montana and I'd go hey 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 why do you ask me to go with you he goes oh no oh no I tried well, some 28 years later this week, I got to go to Montana. Woo. Not only did I get to go to Montana, I got to fly fish. And I caught 234 fish. I caught four. But I had the time of my life. I enjoyed it. It was just beautiful. I tell you that story because between those, that first time that I fell in love with Montana to 28 years later, it didn't have to be 28 years later. I could have found some way, somehow to get there. In John chapter 5, we find a story of a man. Not 28 years, but 38 years. He's been lame unable to walk and he's been hanging out at a place called the pool of Bethesda and for 38 years he's there because there's a, a tradition that says at the pool of Bethesda that an angel would come down and stir the water and if you were one of the first in you'd be healed and for 38 years this man's there waiting I can just get in. But on this day, at the place that he's been for so long, an encounter happens that will change his life. Something a little out of the ordinary. He would meet someone that would change his life forever. In fact, read here, it says, Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. 
Now there is in Jerusalem near the sheep gate a pool in which Aramaic is called Bethesda, which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there laid had been in in Ireland for 38 years when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time. He asked him, and I want you to hear this, do you want to get well? What a question. What do you mean do I want to get well? I'm here. What do you mean do I want to get well? See, can I, can I tell you that sometimes in our life, we've become conditioned by our condition. Jesus in essence, it says that he learned. He saw that he'd been there for 38 years. For 38 years, you couldn't find some way to get in the pool. For 38 years, you couldn't beg somebody. So it prompts Jesus to ask a question. Do you really want to get well? Have you become so conditioned to your condition that you've just accepted this is the way it's going to be? See, some of us do that. Our marriage has been bad for so long, we've just accepted it. It's going to stay that way. We've been sick for so long, we've just accepted that we're going to remain sick. We've been addicted so long, we think addiction is just part of our life. See, in essence, Jesus says, I have a question. Do you really want to get better? Or have you become content with your condition? Have you accepted your disability? See, some of you need to hear that today. Because your mindset needs to be changed. It's not that God can't heal you. It's not that Jesus can't deliver you. It's not that you can't find freedom. The problem is your mind has told you it's okay to stay the way you are when Jesus is trying to tell you today, it's not alright. I'm a miracle working God. I can show you signs and wonders. If you start believing, I can start doing So I put that question to you today. Do you want to be well? You got to answer it. You've got to answer it. But then he goes on, and you've got to hear this. Sometimes it's what we don't see in the scripture that is just as important. Remember, it said the blind and the lame were there. Jesus didn't walk up to them. Jesus didn't go to them. Jesus went to one man. He walked up to him and said, do you want to be well? See, I believe for everyone else that was standing there, they were so focused on the pool of Bethesda, the water, that they missed the greatest encounter they could have ever experienced. See, some of us become so focused on what doesn't matter that we don't understand we're that close to what does matter. 
See, there's been times in our life where we were right there. God's about to move. God's about to heal. God's about to change. God's about to set free. We're right there. He's like, do you believe? I don't know what's got your attention today, but I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that it be broken right now. That your spiritual eyes be open. That your mind be open. That you can see what God's doing. He's right here beside you. He's right here with you. But listen to what he does. He doesn't say you're healed. Listen, he, he said, pick up your mat. There's a reason. See, many times we leave a way back to the thing that God's trying to deliver us from. In essence, he's saying, if you leave the mat here, there's a chance you'll come back here. But I'm telling you, you don't belong here. This isn't where you're going to be after today. And I don't want any reason, any excuse for you to try to make your way back to this place. Then he says to him, pick up your mat and walk. Wait a minute, I'm sorry, what would you say? I don't, I don't think you see, God, I can't walk. I, I don't think you see that I'm lame. I don't, I don't think you, you understand that I can't do it. Can I tell you something? Will you stop telling God what God can't do? For some of you, sometimes you know what God needs to tell you? Shut up. Shut up. But Lord, you don't know. Shut up. But God, you don't know what I've been. Shut up. But God has been. Yeah, shut up. He says, get up and walk. Now, I don't think he just was like, whoa. I think at first he's like this a little bit. Do you know that sometimes there's residue, sometimes there's evidence, sometimes there's a sign that you used to be somewhere else? Remember Jacob? God wrenched his hip wide. I'm sure there's sometimes, well, I don't know if he walked like that. Sometimes like, what's wrong with you? Oh, well, I had to wrestle with God. God won. But maybe it starts like this but eventually begins to do this. Amen. But then all of a sudden, this turns into this. Then all of a sudden, he begins to dance. He begins to jump. I'm telling you, There's an anointing in this house today for God to do something in your life. 
I want you to hear me. And I'll close with this. It goes on in the verses. It says this happened on the Sabbath. Things are in the scriptures for a reason. Because you know what was going to happen. Here comes the Pharisees. You can't heal on that Sabbath. You know this is wrong. See, I want you to hear me today. There are some of you, you're going to leave this house different than you came. God's going to say, pick up your mat. You're not going back the way you came. God's going to say, get up and walk. You're healed. You're delivered. You're freed. Amen. Your addiction is gone. You're never going back. And I promise as soon as you do, as soon as you do, the devil will whisper in your ear, you ain't healed, you're not delivered, your addiction's still there, your marriage ain't going to get any better. And can I tell you, you know why God told me to walk? To get away from what he's about to hear. See, when the devil starts whispering in your ear that you're not healed and delivered, you know what you do? You just get away from him. And you say, I'm not going back. I don't allow I'm not listening. I don't hear what you say. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm set free. God has done something in my life, and I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Can you do something for me? I think there's too many of you. Stand up for me. By stand, Fatty. If you're still sitting down, my mic must. Come, everybody, join hands. Come across the aisle. I have seen the lame walk. I've seen the blind see. I've seen people healed of cancer. I've seen people healed of AIDS. I've seen people experience an encounter with God that they were never the same again. And I'm telling you the same anointing is in this house today. I don't know what you need. But the Bible says if two or three agree touching anything, let me say this. We're standing holding hands to be in agreement. If you're not in agreement, get out of the line. Step to the side. But I want us to pray real quick. Some of you, we prayed earlier for healing. Some of you, we prayed earlier for freedom, for financial blessing. You didn't raise your hand. Because you didn't think God could do it in your life. That's the devil lying to you. It ain't true. Some of you, you don't think your husband could get any better. He's just going to stay this way. It's a lie. There's someone here today, a wife, I want you to hear me when I say this. God's about to take your husband 
And in a short time, the man that you used to know that wasn't the man that God wanted him to be, God's about to change him. You mark my word. You keep praying. God's going to do it. Listen, God's heard your prayers in the middle of the night. I even see that woman standing behind your husband sometimes when he's doing things he shouldn't be doing and acting ways he shouldn't be acting. And you're quietly whispering a prayer to God, saying, God, will you just change him? God says it hasn't gone unnoticed. I've heard your prayer. Do you believe? Let me say it a different way. Do you want to get well? Then are you ready? Because we're about to pray for it. And we're going to believe it. Amen. God, I pray for every man and woman that is here today. They're saying to you as you ask the question, do you want to be well? And Lord, they say today, yes. Heal my body. Touch my marriage. Bring freedom to my life. Break this addiction. Bring financial blessing. Let me have a deeper relationship with you, my God. Lord, I pray that my addiction is gone. Lord, today do what you said you would do. Bring freedom. 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 Thank you, Lord, for your miracle. Thank you for your deliverance. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you, Lord, for what you've just done in our life. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we say. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Worship with us right now. Worship with us. It's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry. To find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online, visit www.passionchurch.tv. Remember, you can't live without passion.